Hey, this is Gratuitous. Welcome to Music Production Made Simple, the show that focuses on best practices about music production, which is based on FL Studio. If you're wanting to become the best producer you could be, subscribe and listen weekly. You can also check out my courses, which teach you the principles and basics of music production. They'll get you up and running quickly. In addition, I also have books on Amazon and tons of music on Spotify. Always feel free to hit me up at hi at itsgratuitous.com. So let's get into the episode. All right. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number 14. Uh, The title of this episode is going to be called Patience and Comparison to Others. Uh, The reason this uh, title has stemmed is simply because of uh, a blunder from myself, okay? So I told you that I was going to be releasing the 10 steps to become an FL Studio Pro course, Um, but here's what happened. So the audio, I recorded it poorly, and I didn't really feel that it was salvageable, so uh, you know I wasn't able to really make use of the course. And like, you know, I actually went through and did a test recording. You know, I tried to make sure that you know the audio was good, and you know, it turned out that it was not usable. Just you know, in when I brought it into Sony Vegas, or I guess it's Magic's Vegas now, uh, to edit it, it up. I was not happy, you know, I was just like, oh, I I can't use this. So uh, there's going to be a delay on that. So I'm sorry for that, for those of you who are members. uh, But, you know, I just got to communicate that with you, okay? So um, that's really like the main reason why the title has stemmed from this. I just want to talk about some, you know, important things that you can't forget about uh, and, you know, things for you to reflect on as well because, you know, even if you are in an industry for however long, mistakes still happen and, you know, you still have to, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's, make sure everything is good to go before you commit. I did try a different recording technique, like I told you in the last episode, since now I have a green screen, I tried to do, record it with like a lavalier microphone uh, because, you know, I didn't want like, you know, like a big microphone in my face with a green screen, it kind of looks weird. Um, so I tried the lavalier so, you know, I can, you know, talk to you personally uh, without, you know, having to always have this microphone in my face. Um, so the lavalier approach didn't work great, um, which made me now research how to get, you know, high quality audio without the actual microphone. I already knew about shotgun microphones and that's where I'm going to be going. Like that's what we're going to keep talking about. Um, but, you know, so a shotgun microphone they use very often in movies and stuff like that. That's many times like where you see the person hang, you know, holding like the boom pole, uh, you know, above the actors out of screen. Uh, it just allows you to hone in on audio and it rejects audio from like the sides and stuff like that. So I think that's what I, I'm going to um, do uh, going forward. That way I can still use the green screen and still get high quality audio. Um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit more. I have it all kind of written out in like point form here. I've just been kind of been talking just about, you know, it's kind of happened. Uh, in addition, I just recently got back into uh, the electrical game. So I was off work there for, you know, I think it was a good six months. And in that time, I was able to build my membership website. I already had some courses I already created. But in that time off, you know, I think I banged off maybe seven or eight courses in that time as well. I also worked with, you know, a lot of distributors signing contracts, trying to get my courses in, into, uh, you know, these distributors. Um, but now it's gotten to that point where, you know, now I need to start making some, you know, real money, you know, this provides some income, but by no means is it, uh, enough to live off of. Right. So, um, just to let you guys know, you know, um, where I'm at in life and stuff like that. Um, so, you know, with a full-time job now, 
uh, I'm going to have to start juggling stuff around in terms of time. But at the same time, I do feel that I will be able to accomplish what I want to, uh, you know, even finishing this course, the 10 steps to become an FL Studio Pro. I do want to eventually finish that, but it might get delayed here by like a month. And again, the reason for that is, first of all, the, the actual course, the audio was not good. And then I also have ordered these shotgun microphones. So I bought two. I want to test them out. I'll talk about that more in a moment. Um, so I want to test them and get an idea of which one I like. The one I don't like, I'm going to return um, before I actually start recording the course again. Okay, so let me just kind of go through step by step uh, in the text here. Uh, this way, I'll cover everything I want to say, and then uh, we'll kind of get into more of like uh, what I really want to say in this episode in terms of like uh, your patience and comparing yourself to others within this industry. Okay, so like I was already saying, so you know, some bad news <laughs> the audio from the course was uh, poorly recorded. I tried the lavalier microphone, um, and again, you know, I really don't know what happened. Um, I plugged in into an H4N. So I went from a lavalier microphone into an H4N. And then I put that into um, a preamp, uh, just like a channel strip. That way I can kind of like compress my audio a little bit, get a little bit, little bit uh, better sounding before it went into my audio interface to record. Um, and, you know, like I was saying, like my first take, um, my test run, it seemed fine. I even brought it into like Vegas. I heard the audio and I was happy with it. Uh, but what happened was the audio sounded really like tinny uh, and almost like distorted in certain words and stuff like that. And it, it's just, again, I don't really know what happened and it sucks. But again, that's like, you know, that's life. Mistakes still happen. And that's the reason why I'm going, you know, the route of like, the shotgun microphone. Um, now, I thought I could maybe try and like restore the audio, like, you know, like with like software and stuff like that. But once I kind of got into it, I just figured it'd be like way too much work. And really, I'd probably only get like minimal audio improvement. So... I just kind of thought that, you know, I could just redo the course and this time, you know, the second time around, I've already done the course, right? So I'll be able to kind of remember what I want to say and it might be a little bit more, a little bit more fluid and a little bit more personal even this time because, you know, I've already done the course once, I can do it again. Okay. So now, uh, like I was saying, so I did some research on, um, you know, how to achieve good audio quality without you guys seeing my microphone, okay? Because again, I have this green screen, I want to be able to see you guys without you guys seeing my background. That way, if we're, you know, if we're talking about FL Studio, I'm just in the corner, there's no background, it's just me, super clean, you know, still get the high quality audio, right? I already knew about shotgun microphones, but now, you know, I realize that maybe I actually have like a need for one. And through my research, it seems that a lot of people were actually recommending a hypercardioid uh, microphone, okay? So, you know, when we talk about microphones, microphones have different pickup patterns, okay? This is something for you to read on. It's really important just to kind of know, uh, you know, what's out there. Uh, your most common one is just a cardioid, okay? It's kind of like the little like heart shaped. So like you can actually look at like the picture and it shows you like where the microphone picks up, okay? And when you get into like a super cardioid or like a hyper cardioid uh, pickup pattern, uh, they're just more focused. So instead of it being wider, it's more just like kind of laser focused at a certain area. So if you can imagine me holding like a pencil and like wherever like the pencil's pointing, it picks up that audio. And from anywhere else, you know, as soon as it kind of goes off axis, that audio, you know, it really turns down in volume, like you can actually hear it rejecting and especially when you go to the sides. Um, but the reason why people were recommending a hypercardioid is because uh, a shotgun microphone, even though 
like I'm saying, it rejects the frequencies. Uh, supposedly, in the low frequencies, a shotgun microphone kind of struggles with rejection, okay? So what, so what can happen is your shotgun microphone um, is rejecting like the mids and highs, but it's not rejecting like the lows. So you can kind of be getting like audio in uh, with kind of canceled audio and they're just saying that indoors shotgun microphones shouldn't really be used uh, and a hypercardioid um, would be like a better approach but when I was looking at you know these microphones in terms of prices and stuff like that so a decent shotgun microphone was about $400 Canadian that's kind of like an entry level and then a hypercardioid kind of more entry level again was around like 800 those are the prices that I kind of saw and I was just like okay well $800 you know that was kind of pushing it for me even $400 I really didn't want to spend but you know I am starting to make a little bit of money uh, through these courses and stuff like that um, and you know that money will allow me to pay for you know higher quality gear and you guys can do some research on it um, I was looking at like uh, the Rode NTG4. There's like the four and the four plus. The plus just allows you to put in like a battery so that you can do phantom power. Or if you were like in the field, you know, because again, uh, these are typically used for like video and stuff, right? So if they put a battery into the actual microphone, they can turn it on and then it's not going to like drain like their field recorder or anything like that. Another microphone, uh, you know, shotgun microphone I was looking at was an Audio-Technica AT897. And then I was also looking at the Sennheiser MKE600, uh, okay? So I was unsure of, you know, like what kind of microphone that I wanted. So like I was saying, I bought two. I'm going to compare the one I like, you know, the one that I feel it suits my voice uh, that isn't super, you know, that doesn't like pick up like background noise very well and stuff like that. Uh, that way, you know, I can get laser focused on my audio, get a high quality. I'm going to test them out and, um, you know, see which one I like. Again, I've purchased uh, the Audio-Technica AT897 and the Sennheiser MKE600. I'm going to test those out and see which one I like best. I will report back to you guys once I, uh, you know, figure out the one I like. But that's just kind of a little overview of, you know, what's been happening on like the outside world of music production for me. You know, these things happen, mistakes happen and it sucks, but you learn from it, right? So let's get into the episode, just some kind of points that I wanted to talk about, okay? So I want to talk about patience, right? So because of this air, it still reminds even myself after creating 18, you know, courses on FL Studio that mistakes still happen. You still have to slow things down, make sure you've actually covered like your checklist. So this point about patience, you know, also goes closely with like the next point I want to talk about, which is comparing yourself to others. But I'd like to address some, you know, things a little bit further. OK, so if you feel that, you, you know, you are getting burnt out from what you, you know, initially wanted to do, you got to kind of figure this out. Like, is this even really what you wanted to do in the first place? Like, did you even really want to create music? Did you just kind of, you know, find it interesting for a little bit, but it's really not something that you want to do? Or maybe this is something that you want to do, but along the way, your goals have been like misaligned. OK, so maybe, you know, you started to kind of compare yourself to others. I'm going to cover that a little bit more in a second. Uh, and you kind of see what they are bringing, bringing to the table. But then you kind of second guess your skills, your crafts, and like what you have to offer. Now, here's the thing, right? Now, money. Money can be a huge deceiver of success, okay? And again, this is all to do with like your patience and your goals and what you want, right? Because the thing with money is like 
what money is really good at doing, in my opinion, is it's it's good at buying time. Okay, so it allows you to free up your time so that you can do what you want, right? Like if if you had money, then you wouldn't have to work like a nine to five. Like you could do what you want, right? But one thing that money is also really good at is making someone believe that someone is more successful than like they really are. Okay, you know, just because someone is making you know some money and stuff like that, it doesn't mean that you know, their life is good or like, you know, everything is in order, right? Maybe like their finances are good, but you know, maybe like their family life or maybe like their friendships or maybe, you know, themselves, they have like mental, mental health stuff going on or, or whatever, right? So it's really deceiving to look and compare and stuff like that. That's why when you make your music, you know, you have your goal. It's like, do you just enjoy making music? And that's totally cool. So let's kind of more talk about now comparing yourself to others a little bit more, okay? So it's important to be aware of how deceiving platforms, like for example, Instagram are, okay? So in this life, really for the most part, there's only a few people who, who, like, who will actually make it big in certain industries. And, you know, these people who have made it big, like, yes, they're doing super well for themselves, right? But not everyone can be successful in an industry. And if you look at it, you know, for example, like electrical, where I live, it's like, yeah, there's like, you know, a good handful of electrical companies, which are doing amazing, but there's some other electrical companies, which are maybe always trying, you know, it's always maybe hard for them to find work. So let me just repeat this line one more time for you. Okay. Not everyone can be successful in an industry. Okay. Just remember that, okay? Now, again, to compare yourself to others, here's some points which I want to get across to you. These are things which, you know, just for you to reflect on and for you to, you know, take take what you want out of it, okay? So when you're comparing yourself to others, think you got to think this way. So what are your goals? Why did you start creating music in the first place? If you're feeling burnt out, why, right? Look back to when you started. What inspired you? Why did you keep watching videos and reading to learn more and more, right? Like you were probably, you know, really excited to learn music production and stuff like that, right? And so now if you want success, you know, you do have to work for it in this industry. And that means not just making music, but learning all corners of the industry. You know, whether this means actually hiring out certain tasks or handling it yourself. So just listen to those points, which I said to you, okay? Just kind of go over them in your mind and, you know, at the end of the day, this is you, right? What you want to do with your music and how you want to approach it. If you want to, you know, try and sell your music, that's totally cool. But um, you have to learn the industry. Like if you want to sell your music, well, then you actually have to learn how to sell your music. Like, you know, maybe you have to go with that approach of getting an agent or trying to find someone uh, who can be that middleman for you, someone who has the connections because you only have so much time in this world too, right? Like, you know, you might be good at making the beats and, you know, let's say you, you're not able to sell your music, but you you want to. So, you know, even if you give a cut of your money to somebody, at least now maybe you're bringing some money in. Okay. So anyways, that was just kind of this, uh, this episode about, first of all, I wanted to share with you that I, I screwed up <laughs> on, on the audio. Uh, I'm so sad with that. You know, even right now I still have the recordings in the folder and I still look at them sometimes. And it's just like, Oh, like, cause I, I personally think that the course turned out pretty good. I said what I wanted to say and, you know, everything was just kind of fluid. Um, but now maybe I can take a different stab at it, maybe break it down, 
you know, add some more videos. One thing I was really happy with, with, with the course is because again, the title is 10 steps to become an FL studio pro. So I had 10 steps, right. And I actually created 10 videos and I was like, I was happy. It was actually kind of like, you know, 10 steps, 10 videos, good to go. Uh, but kind of looking back at it, some of the videos were a little bit long, like even though that all the content was there that I wanted, maybe I could break it uh, into, you know, kind of smaller sections, make it a little bit easier to digest. But we'll see when we get there. Um, I will report back once I get these microphones. Uh, they're currently being shipped. Uh, they said they'll be here, you know, by September 4th or 5th or something like that. But, you know, Amazon's actually pretty good, usually uh, faster than what they say. Always put a smile on my face when, when you get an Amazon package. Um, so, yeah, so thanks for tuning in, um, and I'll check in with you guys next week. I do try to release these every week, uh, just but just, you know, depending on my schedule, sometimes uh, I might shift it a day forward just because, you know, maybe I got tied up. But I am trying to release these every Thursday, okay? So, again, if you guys have questions, you know, come to my website or contact me at hi, so it's hi at itsgratuitous.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Thanks for checking out the episode. If you had any questions, visit itsgratuitous.com slash podcast, select an episode and submit your question at the bottom of the page to the contact form. If you'd like to take my FL Studio courses, see my current studio and podcasting gear, read my books or are interested in lessons, visit the link itsgratuitous.com slash learning. That page will redirect you to more info and resources. I hope the best with your productions. I'm Gratuitous and I'll see you in the next episode.